This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Everybody. Welcome to Spin Control episode 90. It's December. This, of course, is your host Shiloh. In this episode, I've got some knitting, some spinning, all of my crafty happenings, and I guess whatever else comes to my mind. But of course, we should kick this all off with some updates. So I have not recorded an episode since October. <laughs> yeah, so much has happened since October. Since October, I think my October episode, I posted an update about um, a festival update and all of our happenings over, you know, the early through late summer season of all of our festival goings and all the things that me and my Tanya had gotten up to. And I goofed around and talked a little bit about going to Rhinebeck. And then, like the day before Rhinebeck, I made a last minute decision to drive up there. And I hadn't really even told you guys about that or even that I was thinking about doing it, but I did it. I drove to Rhinebeck just for a day and totally regretted that it was only a day and have really spent, you know, a little, I've spent some time since then planning my reattack that I will be doing next year. So next year I'm going to limit my festival going to two. Yes, two. Maryland Sheep and Wool, of course, which is super close. And I will be going to Rhinebeck for the full Rhinebeck experience in 2016. And I'm pretty excited about that. And I believe that I also failed to tell you that when I was at the Shenandoah Valley Fiber Festival, that I brought home an Angora bunny, and his name is Thatcher, and he is now five months old and adorable. Yeah, that was totally, totally not on my list of things to accomplish when I went to that festival, but it happened, and we love him. And I kind of think that went down a little something like this. I believe that I sent the boy a text message and said, hey, what are the rules for this weekend about bringing home something with a heartbeat? And then I'm pretty sure that he said he refused to answer so that he wouldn't be blamed for any decision that I made. And I decided to randomly buy a bunny. So I have a show quality English Angora bunny named Thatcher who is living in my basement. Not like just roaming around my basement freely. We have a fully finished basement that has like our family room and stuff in it. And he his, I guess, kennel, cage, living space is down there. And when we're down there hanging out every day, he gets to run around and hang out in the living room with us. And he is adorable and sweet and very furry. But I guess that's to be expected. And I cannot wait to spin from his coat. That's pretty awesome. Like the breeders keep saying, oh, you know, you can't spin their first, the first coat they shed because it's too fine and da-da-da-da-da. And I just keep thinking to myself, that sounds like a challenge that I am more than willing to accept. Pretty sure I'm going to attempt to spin that. Now, I can't see spinning it on the wheel because that would probably be a huge pain, but I'm pretty sure I could take care of that on some of the very lightweight spindles that I own, and I look forward to attempting it. So, other updates. We ran off to a bunch of festivals. Um, I already talked to you about my surgeries and all that stuff, and I'm totally back to normal there. And then Bird... The poor kid had, has had chronic tonsillitis for the past two years, on and off. She's 17, and they finally decided that they were going to go ahead and remove her tonsils. 
So I got to stay home with her for a week and a half right before, well, for a week, right before Thanksgiving. And we chilled and I really, really should have recorded it because it was pretty hilarious. When she's on pain meds, she cracks me up. She's like super sappy and sensitive and she cried a lot and she told me how much she appreciated and loved me and well and she was very sweet and cuddly which isn't something I get to enjoy very much from either of my girls these days because they're you know just getting too old and too cool for school so we enjoyed some quality time and now she's back to school prepping for her ACT exam and you know, they're both growing like weeds. Um, Itty Bitty is, what, there. she's almost, what, halfway through her freshman year in high school, which is pretty cool. She hates high school. She hates school to, in general. It's very frustrating for her, even though she gets very good grades. I think she just feels she has to work too hard for her grades, and that every bit, every single one of her A's is this huge struggle. So she's over it already. I've told her to just, you know, be patient, stick it out, try to enjoy what parts of it she does like because before she knows it she's gonna have to grow up and go up to college and do all those things so i'm sure for those of you who have survived raising teenagers you can empathize with both me and them and for those of you who are have raising teenagers in your future i wish you luck and i wish you and i hope that you are as blessed as i am because even though they can drive us crazy i think we ended up with some really good girls and i'm pretty happy about that well it looks like that is just about all I've got going on in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now we are on to spinning my wheels. And since we last spoke, I have done a whole lot and not a whole lot at all, all at the same time. Yay! <laughs> okay, so what have I been up to, really? In the scheme of things, I haven't finished anything, but I've been working on lots of stuff, which is, I don't know, almost, I guess, kind of par for the course for me, but not totally. So what have I been working on? In knitting, mainly in knitting, I have been working on a single pair of socks for the boy because his feet are gigantic. And of course, I chose a pattern that required very thin yarn on very fine needles, which made my life a big, huge pain. Because, you know, that's kind of how I like to do. And since he has big manly feet, it kind of is taking forever to get through those. Of course, knitting isn't the only thing that I have been up to, so that's all right. So I'm doing okay. So as far as his socks go, they are tra the Traveler Socks pattern, whose creator I cannot think of off the top of my head. But the yarn is a Knit Picks yarn. I think it's Felicity, maybe, or Felici. I can't remember. The name of it in the colorway putty and it is one of those super fine tiny tiny yarns that i don't really particularly like but i happen to have a lot of it stashed so i figured it's time to get rid of it and the best way to get rid of it is to knit it so i've gotten all the way through the foot and the gussets on those socks for him and i'm getting ready to turn the heel they're a toe it's a toe up pattern and most of the actual pattern work is in a ribbing so it's a relatively simple pattern. It had a heel construction that I'd never done before, so I found it kind of interesting. So that's kind of neat. And I'm enjoying it, except for the, aside from the fineness of the actual yarn, I am enjoying the pattern. And that's really the only thing I've been knitting on. I need to finish this blanket that I started for my brother a million years ago for Christmas. I've told you this story like a hundred times, 
he uh, lost his house in a forest fire in the in the forest fires in uh, Colorado Springs. What was that? Two years ago? Maybe three years ago now. And his house has been rebuilt. But we're kind of doing everything we can to get you know a semblance of their history back. I'm going to crochet this little mouse toy that I had made for his son like a long time ago. Gosh, I made that three houses ago. I made that a long time ago. Four houses ago, maybe. Oh, it's three houses ago. I made it a long time ago. And he lost that in the fire and he loved it. So I'm going to recreate that for him. I think he's probably a little old for it now, but I don't think that the gesture will be lost on him. So that's cool. So I'll get that made for him, for his son. And then the blanket was just a very simple lion brand pattern. No, Barocco? Maybe, I think it's a lion brand pattern. It's a, a chevron blanket, but knit, not crocheted. So I really, and it's really easy pattern, really easy knit. And I made it in oh wool balance the first time. And now I'm making it in another yarn that has a similar uh, fiber content because they really enjoyed it. Like he apparently would, my older brother, this is my older brother, he's 48. Um, he would come downstairs every morning watch the news with his first cup of coffee and pull the blanket like over his lap and just relax underneath it and you know stay warm and for the years and years that they had had it he his wife actually dry cleaned it to clean it because they didn't want anything to happen to it because they loved it that much so they are exceptional knit gift recipients so i will be investing the time to get that done for them in time for christmas but that's all i've got going on in knitting you know, I've got millions of pipe dreams and my slow fingers just can't keep up. So <laughs> I'll have to assess what I'll be moving on to next after those as soon as I get these those two projects done. In spinning. So I decided probably a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, that what I was going to do was I was going to spin with all of my spindles and spin on all of my wheels to make sure that I truly loved them. And if I decided that I no longer loved them, they were gonna go to a new home. Like, so some of these spindles I've never spun on. I literally purchased them, they're in the original packaging and they were in a drawer. And I was totally prepared to sell them. But then I decided that I was going to spin on them first. So yeah, I won't, won't be selling all of those. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, there's one so far out of I think six spindles that I'd never used before that I've decided I'm going to sell. But out of six, I've spun on, no, out of seven, I've spun on five of them. So I still have two more to test drive. And right now it doesn't look like I will be getting rid of any of them except for the one, which is totally hilarious. And the wheel, the wheel that I was totally, totally, totally prepared to part ways with, yeah, that's not going to happen either. Like I really enjoyed spinning on it before, and I just hadn't spun on it in a long time. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not my favorite, I don't think. Well, it's gorgeous, but... So, and then I decided I was going to spin some yak and silk on it. It's a 50-50 yak and silk gorgeous fiber that I believe I got for my birthday from my Tanya maybe two years ago. Or I bought it for myself at Maryland Shipping Mall last year. Yeah, that's so not going anywhere. The fiber is spinning up like it. See, and it might even just be the fiber that I'm in love with and not the wheel, right? But the wheel's not annoying me, and I'm really enjoying that fiber. So I think that wheel is going to stay, at least for a while anyway. I think of all my wheels, that one is the candidate to leave my home. 
I'm not going to tell you which wheel it is either because you guys will probably be really mad at me <laughs> that I'd even consider selling it. But we could talk about that at a later date. And of course, my Tanya is first, has first dibs because it's the wheel she spun on. So she's already called dibs. She's like marked, she peed all over the wheel, you know, to mark it as her own. I'll have to let you know what happens with that. But right now I'm spinning a relatively large project on it. So it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And that is what I've been doing and spinning. Let's see, let's see. So last episode, I talked a bit about the huge bag of chore sewing that I had waiting for me. So what I had decided I was gonna do was take Margo, that is my Bernina sewing machine, into a Bernina dealer and have, just get her a little tune up and a cleaning so I could set out on my sewing projects and make sure she was in good working order before I did that. So I dropped her off. I expected the turnaround to be maybe four days to a week. It turned out she was in the shop for three weeks because there was manufacturer recall, no big deal. It only cost me, you know, just the price of the cleaning and the tune-up, but there was a manufacturer recall, so they had to replace some parts and wait for those parts to be shipped in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she's back now. She's all set up in the sewing room and ready for me to make time to sew. I also need to sit down and accomplish an embroidery project. I've decided that I'm going to make one of my counting sheet bags for someone who has been very, very kind to me and is just an ultra uber generous person all around. And I want to pay that forward for her, you know, just make something for her to let her know I appreciate everything she has done for me and everything she does for everybody else and her kindness and exceptional customer service and just the way she and her husband are in general. So that will be after the chore sewing. My next big adventure with the sewing machine is to dust off the embroidery machine and see if I can get back in the swing of things and embroider my counting sheet pattern onto a bag for her. So I'm pretty excited about that. And that, my friends, is all I've got going on and spinning my wheels. In this episode of Spin Control, I am all spun up about the holidays. So the holiday season is right around the corner. We just finished Thanksgiving, and which is a perfectly legitimate holiday, by the way, and I don't ever, ever allow it to get overshadowed in my house. Oh, okay, so let me rewind a little bit. We just finished Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, in my book, is a perfectly legitimate holiday that's all about food, fun, friends, and family. And I never allow it to be overshadowed in my house. My family tortures me about it every year, but I don't want to hear a Christmas song. I don't want to see decorations. Um, I don't want any of those things related to the December holiday to come in the way of in planning for and enjoying Thanksgiving. So until we've all consumed turkey or whatever your respective gigantic meal is, I, I don't want I don't want to skip and go over, you know, ignore Thanksgiving. I love it. But the second we're done eating turkey, you may play any other holiday music related to Christmas that you would like. And I am perfectly comfortable with that. But until then, no lights, no trees, no decorations. And that's just how I roll. I'm all spun up about the holidays because now that we've passed Thanksgiving, I can begin to plan for Christmas. This year, I'm particularly excited because in theory, mind you, my whole family will be converging on my house. This is quite the feat for a number of reasons. 
One, because my entire family hasn't been in one location in years and years and years, like all at the same time. Even like when me and my brothers traveled home um, the year before last, when my grandmother passed, still the kids weren't there and you know, the spouses weren't there and all that, just the siblings and my parents. But this will be the first time in probably 10 years that we've all been together at the same time in the same place. Like two out of three of us has always been, or two out of four, sometimes three out of four of us have been able to make it to the same place at the same time. Um, me and my youngest brother, Chuck, typically see each other more often than the rest of us. And that's just a proximity thing. Cause I have a brother who lives in my North Dakota and then my oldest, of course, lives in Colorado Springs, Colorado. My parents live in Pennsylvania. My mom's entire side of the family lives in California, where I was born. And my dad's whole side is in Pennsylvania, where they chose to retire. So it's really rare that me and my siblings all get to be in the same place at the same time. So I invited them all here, and I called the location before anybody else got dibs. One, and this excites me for multiple reasons. One, I have to conserve my leave. So my family can all be here hanging out together while I work at least part days because I'm retiring next summer and can't really spare the extra leave time. So I can get credit for working, even if it's just working part days, you know, the like between Christmas day and New Year's day. And my organization's flexible that way. So that works out nicely. So that's, I'm pretty excited about that. Two, I don't have to travel or pay to travel anywhere which is always a huge ordeal during the holidays. And I don't have to do that and that excites me. And I don't have to cook. Well, I know it's my house, but I still don't have to cook because I never have to cook. My, uh, my husband always cooks. But if I get the whole family down here, I can at least make them each cook a meal and we'll be good to go. And I'll still get out of cooking for the holiday season. That's pretty awesome. So I'm really looking forward to the holidays because I have not seen my nephew, Michael, my oldest brother's kid in forever. Um, well, it's probably been about four years now since then. I haven't seen my middle brother's child ever. She's just now, I think, one. Mind you, my youngest and middle brothers and myself all got married the same year. I have a 17-year-old and a 14-year-old, and that sucker just had his first kid. I personally think that's insane. But hey, who am I to judge? But the last thing I would want to be doing is wiping someone else's hiney at age 40. So I'm pretty excited about that. That my kids will uh, both be, you know, growed and living independently by the time I'm 50. He will have no such luck. So it's pretty hilarious. And I really do think he's a sucker. But I've never seen his daughter. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then, of course, I'm always pretty excited to hang out with my mom. So I will have to keep you posted on how that goes. And you can rest assured that on Black Friday, instead of shopping, my family and I went out and got a tree, decorated it, put lights up on the house, um, put out our advent calendar, and got all of the holiday decor set and ready for the season. But not until after Thanksgiving. And that is what's got me all spun up. Well, it looks like it is time again to spin off this episode of Spin Control. 
Thank you all so very much for tuning in. As the weather gets cruddier and we get further into December, I should spend quite a bit more time at home with the family. And for me, that means a lot more crafting. So in the next episode, I should have a lot more to report about my comings and goings and what I've been up to. And I really look forward to that. And I don't, I can't make any promises, but I don't plan to run off to any fiber events between now and then. So until next time, thanks again to everybody for coming to hang out with me for this episode of Spin Control. And as always, you can get the details about this episode and past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl. Follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl made, or follow me on Instagram as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you soon. There was a time when I was alone, nowhere to go and no place to call home. My only friend was the man in the moon, and even sometimes he would go away too. Then one night as I closed my eyes I saw a shadow flying high He came to me with the sweetest smile Told me he wanted to talk for a while He said, Peter Pan, that's what they call me I promise that you'll never be lonely And ever since that day From Neverland Usually hanging out with Peter Pan And when we're bored we play In the woods Always on the run from Captain Hook Run, run, lost boy They say to me Away from all of reality Lost boys like me and lost boys like me are free. Neverland is home to lost boys like me and lost boys like me are free. He sprinkled me in pixie dust and told me to believe, believe in him and believe in me. Together we will fly away in a cloud of green to your beautiful destiny. As we soared above the town that never loved me I realized I finally had a family Soon enough we reached Neverland Peacefully my feet hit the sand And ever since that day I am a lost boy from Neverland Usually hanging out Peter Pan And when we're bored we play In the woods Always on the run from Captain Hook Run, run, lost boy They say to me Away from all of reality Neverland is home To lost boys like me And lost boys like me 
To lost boys like me And lost boys like me are free Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, Wendy, darling Even Captain Hook, you are my perfect storybook Neverland, I love you so You are now my home sweet home forever A lost boy at last Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, Wendy, darling Even Captain Hook, you are my perfect storybook Neverland, I love you so You are now my home sweet home forever A lost boy at last And for always I will sing I am a lost boy from Neverland Usually hanging out with Peter Pan And when we're bored we play in the woods Always on the run from Captain Hook Run, run, lost boy They say to me Lost boys like me, and lost boys like me are free. Neverland is home to lost boys like me, and lost boys like me are free.